Hey, welcome to the podcast. Today's a little bit different. It's an interview that we did for uh, the members only call for the people who are in the Equippers Lab, interviewing Wendell Elento. Uh, the man graduated from the U.S. Naval Academy, was in the Navy, just about to get his own ship when he felt God was calling him back home to Honolulu to be in ministry. And he didn't quite know what that meant, so he came back home, uh, bought a lawnmower, started a little business uh, doing landscaping. And then we showed up on the island and our values and his worked together. And so he came as a volunteer, a volunteer who was making disciples who were making disciples. We eventually hired him. Uh, he became our executive pastor. A wonderful guy. A lot of good stuff happened. He's now planting microchurches. He left our staff to go and become the pastor in a company where uh, five people had been murdered in a conference room. God used him in a real strong way there, but it, it's it's spiraled almost out of control into micro churches uh, throughout downtown Honolulu uh, and now throughout pretty much Hawaii. Uh, Wendell is a salesman. Uh, that's how he earns his living. He does very well at that, but he's also a bivocational pastor. So tell us a little bit about how you're doing and then just tell tell us the story. Inspire us. I'm running for office and uh, it didn't turn out the way we wanted, but just trusting God with the results and, and asking him for direction. Um, but uh, I had the privilege of working with Ralph 11 years as uh, on staff with uh, Hope Chapel. And right about the, on the 11th year, uh, I, I started having a stirring in my, my heart. Was uh, uh, I kept on finding myself thinking about going to downtown. And the downtown is like a seven, about 15 miles from Hope Chapel. And, and uh, right about that time, my boss, I mean, not my boss, my boss at Xerox, he was my best volunteer on a Saturday night service when I was a pastor. And he was trying to recruit uh, my wife to work for him for sales at Xerox. And uh, I was just listening in and, I, and uh, our first mini church after that particular Saturday, it was like my first interview. And, uh, and we started talking about Xerox and sales and he, he was just flabbergasted that I would even think about sales because at that time I was involved with different ministries. And, and so I uh, just went ahead and told Ralph, you know, I need to be moving on. And, and he was very gracious. And so we uh, ended up uh, working for my best volunteer. He became my boss. And, uh, and it was such a hard time because I thought, you know, God wasn't calling me to be a pastor. And I started working at Xerox. And I, I was, it was a very kind of dark time because I was just, you know, asking God, what's my purpose in life? And, and my, my poor boss for two years, would you believe this? He would be telling me, um, you know, Wendell, you're doing all the right things, but maybe sales isn't for you. Huh. Two years. <laughs> and and uh, instead of my sales going up, my sales actually was in a minus because I had sales that reversed. And, I, and uh, it wasn't really improving. And I, I it got to a point at the two-year mark uh, I kind of, inside my spirit, I gave up. I just surrendered. I said, God, I just give up, you know, and, 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 and I, I, I don't know what to do, you know, and so I, I started complaining and walking to the library because it was just a short walk to the main library out there. And right on, the, on that walk, I just heard these words, your mission is to help others accomplish theirs. God, what a weird mission. I mean, what do you want me? I, I, I don't understand my mission to help others accomplished there. So when I started applying that, um, when I switched roles, my customers and put my feet where their feet was, that was my second best year. 
my third year. And God was just doing the sales for me. I mean, it was just incredible. The fourth year was President's Club year. Well, Wendell, I, I want to uh, interrupt. I want you to talk about two things. Um, one is what happened when you first went to Xerox after the shootings. And you started playing, playing the guitar in the morning and people started coming by your desk and talking to you, that kind of stuff. And then the second thing is, and I, and I may have this distorted, but it, it appeared to me you made a mistake along the way. What was doing really well in these small, intimate groups got way out of hand, and it kind of just began to be a cool thing for all the Christians to come to. So just tell us about those two things. The part about Xerox, they had a, they had a tragedy. Um, several people were shot, murdered, and, uh, and I just, by timing God's providence, I ended up working um, there. And in that, I would go to work really early, like it's super dark. And, um, but I would have my guitar and I would just worship in a stairwell or by my office, you know, just to bring a different spirit into that working environment. Because it's kind of depressing at that time, uh, heaviness. And, um, and so as time went on, the uh, service team, the service management, they, they, they're the ones that lost um, the people uh, that got, um, you know, shot. Uh, they, they sort of like uh, adopted me. I was like, I was there, I was there, uh, sort of like their protege. But I was in sales and they're in service. But they sort of just took me under the wing and we got really close at that time. So in a way, God just opened up a way for me to um, learn how that, what he wanted me to do as to shepherd, yeah, to, to be just with them. And uh, some really great friendships came out of that. And so that's what, that's what really propelled um, my thinking, okay, Lord, you did call me, you know, you want me to serve in this way. And so that, that just created a lot of momentum. We just started walking around downtown and asking people, if we had this kind of environment, would you come? And, and that was the start of, uh, we started this um, little group and, uh, and uh, God provided lunch and drinks and everything that was uh, self-sustaining. And, uh, you know, it, it did get, as it grew, um, more people got involved. Um, yeah, and then uh, the other group, there was a, another church got involved in. That's probably where it got really, um, you know, kind of messed up because two different philosophies. And, you know, eventually we, they, they went on their way and we, we kept on going in a smaller venue. Um, and we were in a bar on a, the, we went from a large, large uh, floor to a bar. And that was nice. It was a perfect setting for us. And uh, in the middle of all this, I had customers that came to me and said, oh, Wendell, can you, can you uh, talk to my staff? This is like an employment agency and one of my best customers. And he said, won't you teach my staff how to be a better employment recruiter? I said, I'm a, zero, I'm a copier sales guy. <laughs> what am I going to do with, uh, <laughs> you know, so I, God just told me, okay, uh, ask them, uh, you know, give me a lunch, period. I'll meet with you guys for lunch. And uh, can I use the Bible? He said, Go, use anything you want. And so that was the start of um, these little encounters with my customers. And uh, we, would, we would talk about the Bible and 15 minutes, 20 minutes, uh, some principles. And then um, as time went on, so this is over, uh, you know, a few years. It wasn't like all of a sudden. Another uh, customer of mine, we became really good friends. He said, Wendell, why don't you uh, talk to our association? You know, won't you be a speaker at one of the uh, breakouts? I said, What? So I'm a copier sales guy. I'm talking to mortgage brokers. And I actually used that time to raise up somebody else on some kind of digital marketing idea. 
and uh, but it turned out really, really fun. And so I, that particular company asked me to, once you come uh, as much as you can and start a church inside of our office. Because so, I said, the church is going to be kind of, it got to be short because I got to work. And so, and they had to work too. So it'll be uh, like during lunchtime, half an hour, whatever time they had, we would have, um, we, we just call it a God auto. This was just a lot of fun. People came, you know, uh, opened up and we would pray and, and just talk real quickly about, you know, what's happening, you know, uh, as far as what stood out in the Bible that week. And, uh, you know, maybe some sermon I heard was ringing in my ear and the Holy Spirit said, share in the art studio open up. And uh, it was one of my customers that complained about their machine and we just became really good friends. And this is probably what earmark, uh, no, when you're called to pastor, but in a different way. And so my friend, she opened up her studio and I said, can we start a church here? And she said, you know what? I give you one chance. If not, you're out of here. <laughs> so, and uh, the first time we met, the first time we met, a customer walked in. You know, so the church literally was only two minutes. I said, Jesus, help us with today. As soon as I got in there, I had to leave because, you know, business was important. She's the only person in her shop and she's the owner. And so I said, Lord, just bless my friend. Help us today. And Jesus' name walked out. And I went to visit her, you know, about a week later. And she says, man, Wendell, that was the best church we ever had. Um, you can come. <laughs> we're going to call it the instant church. I think the one that kind of stood out. I remember trying to reach out to this medical company. I had friends there. And uh, most of them were women. So it was kind of a weird situation. But they all wanted to start a church, you know, like a group. And so I invited them over to Aloha Tar, which was across the street from where I work, you know. So, so I'm waiting there this one particular uh, Thursday for lunch, you know, like it's already 1130. I got there early. It's 1145. Now it's 12 o'clock. We're supposed to be meeting. And I called them up. They said, oh, Wendell, we, we changed the location. They met two blocks up. I said, okay, I'm supposed to be leading this thing, you know. And so... They changed the location. They're meeting at uh, Jack in a Box, two, three blocks up. And I, I said, and I was mad, you know, like I was just super mad. And uh, and I, unfortunately, uh, I didn't say anything, you know, nasty on the phone or anything. So I hung up and I said, started grumbling, you know, first to me and then to God. And I said, Lord, what's going on here? And so, you know, I says, well, whose church is it? He says, I, I got, I got it. I got it, Lord, it's yours. So I'm not quite right yet. So I'm walking up to this this location where the it's all girls like four or five women so I, I meet up with them and they're sitting at this one table and i join the table and i i i just couldn't talk because they're they're just gossiping about work and talking about how things are bad and this one girl was was really frustrated super frustrated the whole meeting was there's no nothing about jesus god showed me a lot of things that he says when i got it I'm going to, it's my message. It's my way. Spirit, and uh, it just really loosened me up. So, you know, over a period of about, you know, this was probably over 10 years at this point, you know, it started making me really relaxed about, you know, making friends and just, just following his lead. Yeah. And so that's, that's where I'm at right now. Just, you know, just being open, um, you know, what he's doing and, and just, uh, okay, Lord, what's, what's the next step? You know, you, you're, you're doing this. And these are, these guys are at this level, you know, and uh, not, a guy just got promoted is in Waikiki now. This is where we're at now. Um, and so we have a really strong group and he's in Waikiki. My boss said, 
by coincidence, I want you to get more business among the hotels in Waikiki. My friend just moved to Waikiki and he's in charge of two hotels. He's the, uh, like the, the uh, complex engineer, like complex director for two hotels. And he has chief engineers working for him. And, uh, and he says, Wendell, uh, and just this is my last conversation with Russell. He said, oh, Wendell, I see a Starbucks where we could start our, our group again because, you know, he's removed. He's like five miles removed from our group. Five miles is a long way, you know, in Hawaii. And so, <laughs> so we, he said, and he told me uh, yesterday, the uh, day before I said, he says, when I, there's a Starbucks across the street. And I said, yeah, okay, let's just pray about that. You know, pick a day, you know, he said, and he gave me some dates and he said, okay, Lord, you know, show us which way to go. So that's sort of like where we're at right now. So, and it was just four ladies trying to comfort this one lady. And they said, oh, okay, let's go ahead and end. We got to go back. And I'm over there thinking, Lord, I don't know what's going on. And, and they, they closed the meeting. Uh, I don't think they even prayed. Maybe a short prayer at the end. Uh, I didn't even pray. Somebody else prayed. And it was like um, when, when that prayer was ended, the girl that was doing the most complaining was crying. And she said, this was the best church ever attended. About that time, they changed my territory. So I had to, um, I couldn't stay in downtown. I had to move out. So that was the only thing that kind of stopped that. But that was 2015. So then they moved me to... Um, Alamoana, and which is fine. It's just that, you know, I felt like downtown was where God assigned me. Uh, and you know, this was the way. Was, so I had to start all over again. So all the relationships I had was like, it was incredible. And so I had to start all over again. But, you know, I think God blessed that too. It's just that at that moment, I started praying for, you know, um, you know, where are you leading me now, God? And that's, I sort of ended up at this spot now, and uh, instead of just having downtown, I have the whole state. I have a, a, I have a sales position where, you know, we, we get to serve the whole state. But right now, we, we have Oahu trying to grow in Maui, and we're thinking about, you know, how to launch that. And so, um, you know, I, and my, my, my parish is my sales area. Wendell, you have such an interesting bio. Uh, Naval Academy. Uh, and so, needless to say, real smart guy, but you gave up your commission. Was that to follow your faith or what? What? It just seems like a 360 from you were, you were like offered a, or not offered, but you were ready to take command of your own ship. And so what did God tell you? Yeah. I was really blessed um, when I was in the Navy. Uh, my, I had opportunities to lead a, a department. And, and when I told my captain I was going to resign to pursue uh, uh, you know, ministry, which I didn't know exactly what that meant, but I just felt I just wanted to do what God wanted me to do. Uh, and he didn't have a game plan. I just said, I'm just going to resign and see what happens. He, he was flabbergasted and and wrote me a, a interesting fitness report. Fitness reports are like your, it's, it's either a blessing or a kiss of death. And my first two fitness mm. reports, I didn't have all A's. I had a couple B's, which is, you know, you can't get promoted if you don't have perfect grades on this, this report. And, uh, but ever since um, I, I gave up, I said to God, when I had those two, my first captain, I said, God, you know, you're my commanding officer. I can't make these guys happy. 
And so I went ahead and said, you know, God, you're my boss. I'm going to do what you tell me. And when my, uh, and this particular captain was my third captain, right? You know, he, he totally, I, because they didn't have a fear of failure in the sense that, oh, my grades are being affected by my decisions. You know, I was able to, he relied on me for um, answers. He'll ask me about what I thought. And I guess, you know, it was refreshing to him because I told him what I thought. <laughs> and uh, we became pretty good friends and, uh, and in, a, in a professional way. And, and uh, he, when I told him I was going to resign, he said, oh, I'm so disappointed. And uh, because I, I thought you're going to be a captain of one of these boats. And I said, uh, yeah, I need to follow Jesus. And he, he, he wrote me a fitness report that said, you know, he recommends me for command at sea. You know, you know, he doesn't have to go to department at school. He doesn't need all this training. He can do it right now. And, uh, you know, left the door open for me if I needed to go back, if I wanted to go back. And I, I, I thanked him for it. And that's how I left, um, you know, the Navy with uh, a lot of encouragement. And uh, I said, God, you know, we're jumping in. That's, I, I ran into Ralph and Hope Chapel a little after that. And so that was amazing. That part was amazing. So... <clears throat> That's what I'm doing, running from Jesus. Where, where are you leading me and what's, what's the next step? Yeah. Uh, if, if I remember the story right, you could correct me. You, you were pushing a lawnmower when we met, huh? You, yep. You got out of the Navy and, and started doing that, waiting on God show me what to do. Exactly. So we came up with a, a simple business. So the reason we did that, it gave us time to work, serve in ministry. But, so when this this Xerox thing came about, how do you see that? Uh, how did it affect the culture of that uh, community? Because uh, I think God was showing He's doing healing in my heart, and uh, and He was showing me that um, He loved He just loved God's grace and love. Uh, I was going through you know worship and because a, a life of a salesperson is pretty lonely. You know, you just got to keep pressing on, yeah, even in the midst of a lot of no's, yeah. But in the midst of that, um, it was worship. So I'll be walking from building to building. Yeah, it sounds familiar, yeah? Paul. He went from city to city, house to house, looking for those eyes are upon him. And so I just had this expectation. And so there's expectation and worship. And so in Xerox, um, I think that's what really started to be contagious. People were excited when I came back to the office and I had these stories to tell them like a new customer I met, you know, and, and they want to do business. And so, and then I explained to them how that, you know, like the, you know, the Lord opened up. So every day was like a testimony of God's provision. And so I made a lot of friends with those who are, you know, there, there's a group of people there that really were, were God sensitive and, and wanted to serve God in that way. And, you know, in there, in that kind of very, very stressful environment and they and we sort of became a little team for each other and so in the in that particular company I, I i was able to be part of these little little oasis of hope <laughs> it could be in a service area or the technicians I, I when i hear there's a major problem in a customer site i'll warn the technician and i say i'll meet you there you know now if we have problems the customer we have to make sure the customer's okay and then the technician is protected yeah but this is like a spiritual battle. So I'm over there praying and, uh, you know, praying for friendships and, you know, Lord, turn this thing around and give me some brain cells. And some of it, God gave me some ideas to try and, 
you know, I'll say 50% of those ideas work, you know, for my customers. I mean, some of it lets to some big deals. And so, and all I can say is God is so awesome because he gives you all these details, design, ways to put systems and people together. And I would, I'll be selling some very, very interesting solutions where only big companies supposed to be doing. But I was doing it on a very macro, a micro level that, you know, that really helped a lot of other people. So in my company, so that type of, um, openness to God making miracles on a, on even these little things, I think started helping people to, they're trying to trust God in that way. Yeah. So a lot of our friendships kept on blossoming. I'm sorry. One more question. Did yeah. God provide you a disciple like a Titus to uh, help you along? So we had, uh, throughout that time, we always had somebody um, always available and, and uh, some of my best friends uh, came out of that. Um, the first word out of probably the best disciple I ever had was, he said to me, whose Bible is this? And he said, F you. <laughs> to me, you know, get away from my, you know. but God is so awesome. It wasn't even my Bible. And he, he sees me wrestling with all this, you know, struggle, you know, like, hot, you know, he, he saw the, you know, when those, when those all busted up like me in some ways, you know, he's, he gets mad, he gets upset and blah, you know, and, and one day, my friend uh, said, let's go down the elevator, you know. Let's just go talk. And then in that few seconds, he told me he was, he was facing divorce. And that was going down the elevator. Then we turned around and went up the elevator. Says, and with our eyes open, I said, Lord, just help my friend. Help, help him through this time. That was it. That was a prayer. And we got back to work. And then uh, that our friendship started right after that. I don't have any, like, huge stories, like, you know, a lot of people, you know, that I disciple, but I would say I'm the pastor of the smallest church on the planet. You know, it's just whatever guys, you know, God brings along. And, and so right now it's a chief engineer for these two hotels. Um, and, and there's two other. So I, I'm, I started a group with two leaders. They're actually the leaders. I'm the, I call myself concierge. If this has been meaningful to you, you might be interested in two books that are free on the Exponential website. One is called Mega Multi Micro, and Wendell Elento's story is in that. I think that it would strengthen your hand. It would expand your vision, be very good for you. If there's a Wendell Elento in your church who's not really living up to what they possibly could, there's another book called How Nearly Anyone Can Start a Micro Church. And it's how to plant a church without leaving your job, the very thing that Wendell did. So, uh, again, they're free. They're on Exponential. You might as well grab them. When you say 